On the tee from the United States of America, the Back Nine Bros, starting in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and it is time for the Ryder Cup. The waiting is over. Friday morning, it all starts. I mean, we've been waiting. I know Coop, Coop can't, can't even sit in his seat. He's so excited. Um, yeah, it's me, Coop, and Drewby tonight. We uh, No show from Bobo, no surprise. Saul MIA, I hope he's all right. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, we got to talk about the Solheim Cup, uh, Europe getting that title, and now can Europe finish it off here at the Ryder Cup? So we got a lot to talk about tonight, but uh, Drewby, he's got something to say. What, what well, I know you're root- I know you're rooting for the clean European sweep, but um, I want to talk about the Solheim Cup first. Yeah. I want to know you disagree with me in the fact that um, ties should not go to the person who had it, the team that had it previously. They retained the cup. I mean, I think it's BS. I think we should have a playoff, but whatever. I thought that that. That Solheim Cup was great golf. I was disappointed in the coverage. The TV coverage stunk, but just great golf. I mean, Saganda, like, basically closing the whole thing out in the last two holes she played. Um, Headwall showing up, only playing, like, literally only playing the singles and showing up the way she did. I was thinking at the end, you know, because Lexi was the last match, I was thinking it was going to come down to Lexi, and I was just waiting for her to choke. But... Thankfully, it didn't come down to her on for our sake, but her uh, her chipping yips. There was a lot that happened this week. The basic chip she had that she shanked sideways and then asked about it in the press conference and basically said, I don't need to talk about that. That's basically like a NFL kicker missing a game-winning kick and saying, I don't need to talk about it. But uh, it's a strange way to answer a question like that. But, um, yeah, what a week. Obviously disappointed the U.S. didn't win, and it was just – it was just great all around golf to watch and just great to watch. Coop, you get a chance to uh, watch the highlights or watch it live or. Oh uh, yeah. Watch a little bit. It it really is a shame. It ends at 14 all They Like you said, there should be, they should have just a one playoff hole best versus best. See what happens. That would be awesome theater. Um, you know, great for the Europeans. Uh, Sucks, uh, sucks. Well, next year, next year for the Solheim Cup, it's going to be down uh, near me at uh, at RTJ, and I just know, I know for a fact, we're going to be pissed and we're going to be winning big. The also the other thing that it's unfair about the Solheim Cup that they should change if you're not going to have a ladies' presidents' cup. I understand it's tradition and all, but it should be the rest of the world versus America. Okay, I you agree. Got- yeah. You have plenty of players from Korea that are great yeah. players. You have players from Canada like Brooke Henderson, who is a top player in the world in ladies golf that doesn't get an opportunity to play team golf. <laughs> it, it, we're either you should either make a ladies presidents cup or you should make it the rest of the world because I think that is extremely unfair to a lot of other players that are incredibly good on the ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, look, and then in regards to the whole tie situation, I mean, look, I I would have um love for it to be that way but i think the problem they were you know why they won't change it is because it's just been like that forever and then they would say you know so many rider cups would be different outcomes so they they really couldn't i guess and solheim cups would be different outcomes as well so they they don't want to go down that road unfortunately but yeah i mean i would love to see like playoff hole for the whole rider cup that'd be that'd be incredible 
I also thought that that was a fabulous golf course. I thought that was just a beautiful golf course. I thought the closing hole was great. I thought 17 was a great hole. I just thought all around, I mean, obviously because it's overseas, I guess the TV coverage struggled a little bit with the amount of cameras they had. I was disappointed in the fact that I didn't see certain matches until there was like five holes left. And meanwhile, the match was going back and forth the whole time. But no, I thought it was great. I thought that Nelly Corda, she obviously lost to Saganda. I don't think she got she choked it. I think she just got beat. I mean, Saganda absolutely went on a tear at the end. So, I mean, I don't think anyone on the U.S. in singles really choked. I thought Matt and I discussed this. We thought Rose Zhang was a disappointment. I thought her her appearance, her performance was not as good as we'd expect. Obviously, she's, I mean, she's only been on four for like half a year. So, we can't really give her too much. But, no, I... All around, I just thought it was great golf. I thought going into it that there were, those were two very evenly matched teams. So in a way, uh, that's how it worked out. And I'm hoping that's how, obviously, with a different result in the Ryder Cup. But I feel like these teams are pretty evenly matched as well. So I, I thought it was a great start and a great preview for team golf that we're going to get coming this week. Well said. Well said. And just one more thing on Rojang. Um for her to just come out of college, too. And obviously, you got you guys played. I, I, I didn't. And it seemed... It seems like from from that team aspect, it'd be so it'd be so easy for her to uh, really adapt to. Um, so it's kind of shocking, but there's going to be so many more Solheim Cups for her uh, down the road. She also played at Stanford. Um, she's a little better than us, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, it's a whole different aspect in the sense that she was by far. It, you can you can compare it to Ludwig. We could see how he performs this week. I mean, those two are so obviously the best in college golf, and then. The, the competition is almost like irrelevant to them because they're so far and away better than everyone else. And then you get to obviously the professional tour and it's a whole new animal. So I could see how she would struggle at first and Hey, match play is, you know, it's different than stroke play the person you play, they can make a quad on a hole. It's not going to matter. So, I mean, it's only one hole. So no, I, I, yeah, I was disappointed with her performance in a way, but I thought she held on to her own pretty well. I thought that the biggest disappointment from the U.S. that I'm just not surprised by, unfortunately, under pressure is Lexi. And I understand in singles she held her own and we didn't really it didn't matter towards the end because her match didn't end up meaning anything. But I, I it, it's it's sad. It's like, when is she going to get over the, the pressure with the putting and the chipping yips? I, it doesn't bother me the fact that she has those yips, right? I mean, it's whatever. It's the the way she faces, like, the questions that she's asked about it. That press conference, that, that really rubbed me the wrong way in a way. I mean, just give an answer like, hey, you know what? I've been struggling with my chipping, and I, I there's no other way to put it. I, I cracked under pressure in that situation. Instead, she says it's a hard shot. It was, like, the most straightforward chip I've ever seen. I mean, obviously, you can't see the elevations on TV and stuff. But that the one thing from the whole Solheim Cup that kind of tarnished and rubbed me the wrong way was that. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing with with that. I mean, with Lexi, I was pretty disappointed in that response, yeah. Um, but in her defense, you know, sometimes they just feel like, you know, especially in a, in a moment like this where, you know, it costed her the match, cost her the match, right? So, I mean, she shanked a chip. Obviously, you could tell it's not that difficult of a chip. Why, why are you going down that road asking the question, you know, what – what happened on the chip? You know, she just shanked it. I mean, like why? I mean, and it cost her the match. So like, why? I mean, I just felt like in her defense, like that 
it didn't need to be said. I mean, there's no, she's, you know, I, I know it's like, you just want to hear her say it, but it's. No, you, know. you don't. I, I disagree. It's, it's her, she's playing in it. Okay. She should have to answer the questions. You can ask what she could have responded in a way that said, Hey, you know, what is a difficult shot? And I tried to hit it here and it totally didn't work out. Instead, the response was, I don't need to answer that followed up by Stacey Lewis mumbling. That's an awful question. Like, wh why are we doing that? Like I said before, earlier when we first started this episode, it's like a kicker who has a game winning kick to make in the NFL and he misses it. And then they go and they ask him a question. Of course, they're going to talk to him and ask him what happened. It's like him saying, oh, it was a hard kick. I don't need to answer that. I think as a professional golfer, you're put in that situation. She needs to answer the question. I don't care if she answers it and says, I joked. I don't care if she says, you know what, it was a hard shot, but there's a way of, of saying it without just pushing it aside and basically saying, Oh, you're stupid to ask that question. Like that was the turning point in the match that costs us all point that, that, that costs us the Solheim cup in, in the end. So it's, it, she, she has to answer the question. In my eyes, I, I thought that it was just, it was a very bad look, especially with someone with her history, who's known for lack of a better term, choking she's known for giving away tournaments at the end because of pressure i i also want to add on druby that another thing that we talked about last week was how she was on the team in the first place i mean her performances have been very poor over the That's past year and a half i mean i how many how many missed cuts in the past 10 tournaments was oh my seven? goodness yeah i'd have to look it up but it was how is she even on the team in the first place just because of her name i mean it's it's strange well I, I don't, yeah I but you could say make the same case about jt i mean you know yeah i know she's a great person and i don't i have nothing against her as a person but the way obviously you can't blame her for for choking i mean there's nothing you could do about it now but there was a better way to handle the situation than she and stacy lewis did i i thought it was a little a little messed up well stacy lewis stacy lewis added on to it Terrible question. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. What are you talking about? What? Anyway, I hey, it was a great week of golf. I don't want that to, to ruin the whole experience that we have watching it. I thought it was fabulous. I was happy it came down to the end. And with Coop putting on his Team USA hat, I think it is time to... Looking uh, like Sam Burns over there. Oh, it's looks freaking like <laughs> I think it's time to move on to our, to our Ryder Cup part. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, can't wait for this week, boys. Can't wait for this week. It's been, I mean, obviously coming off my incredible, incredible uh, FedEx Cup playoff pick. Uh, I, I've been wanting to see really competitive golf again, and now we're finally here. Oh my God, there's going to be some bad blood too, because back, you know, back in back in Whistling Straits a couple years ago, we beat the shit out of Europe, boys. Oh my God. So they're going to be pissed. Uh, obviously it sometimes gets a little personal, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great weekend. And this course looks ridiculous too. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I think everyone's amped up. I mean, Sam Burns got the whole USA stamp uh, shave on, on the, on the side there. Yep. Um, you're going to do that coop. I could see you rock it. We get the twenty. I'll do it. All we right. haven't won. We haven't won. You want to talk about home home course advantage? As you thirty know. years, huh? We haven't won on European soil in thirty years. Okay, 
So the way I look at this at coming coming from a Jets fan who just who just knows absolute <laughs> embarrassment and disappointment. The way I look at this, you know, I always say going into the fourth quarter, I want to be within one or two scores. I'd like to be within within two points going into singles and I'll be happy. And the fact, another point I'd like to make that which is crazy to me is the fact that obviously the greens are much slower in Europe. They're probably rolling at 10, nine and a half, whatever it is compared to what we have here. The fact that Zach Johnson did not make any of his players play at Wentworth play at the, whatever tournament was next. What was the next Italian open? The Czech masters or, or the yeah. French open. French, French open. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that's ridiculous to me. The fact that not one team USA guy went and played in that. And instead JT came back and played in the Fortinet was, was a little ridiculous to me. So I'm worried about the putting. I'm worried about guys leaving putts short. I'm worried about Scotty Scheffler who says that his putting is fixed, but this is the first competition it'll be in. So, I mean, we've got a lot of things going against us in the sense that it's been 30 years and all those points I just made. So I want to say that it's close. Okay. Last week I was thinking, okay, this is a dogfight. It could go either way. But I mean, the more and more videos I see, the more and the more stuff I see, Europe obviously has the advantage. But I think we'll know more and more after the first day when we kind of see what's what. But I don't know. I'm worried. I'm worried. I'll put it that way. I see a few weeks ago when we talked about this, Drew, but you were like, There's, Europe has no chance. And you thought yes. I was crazy for thinking because, Europe. Because I thought some guys would tee it up at Wentworth. I really thought that some guys would go over there and play. Every single guy on the European team is coming off of competition. They all played at Wentworth. They all made the cut. They're all ready to go. I mean, they have they have all the advantages. So I, I, I don't know. I'm worried. I hope they prove me wrong. But yeah, you're right. Two weeks ago, I felt much better. Now as it's getting closer, I'm starting to worry a little more. I mean, look, I mean, you're right. I mean, yeah, Europe has all the the, the advantage here. I mean, it's, you know, being on soil, having I, – I also think just having the form, current form throughout the whole season personally and having the, more of the top dogs in the in the rankings than – us does in only scotty scheffler i should say but i mean look i i still think it's going to be fairly close oh go for it go for it you're, you're itching here give me a break brooks kepka brooks kepka is going undefeated i'm saying that now that man does not give a shit who's in front of him i loved his press conference today when he was when he was saying half of the guys out there don't even want to be out there in singles don't even want to not singles but don't even want to make that putt to win the Ryder Cup, they don't really want it. They just say that. I think Brooks is going undefeated. That's that. I don't even know if that's a hot take. I think I'll he's going to go winless. Jesus I think man. he's going undefeated. He's just a stone cold killer. Um, hey, so uh, I'm just looking at. I'm looking back at uh, Dan Rapport's tweets. He's been co- he's been covering the hell out of this. Um, I saw the practice round pairings for from yesterday, and now I think we're getting a sense of what the four ball four ball teams are going to be like. Um, you know, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, obviously, but a couple shockers. Um, Kepka's going to be Wyndham Clark, it looks like. I think Brian Harmon's going to be with Homa, I think, um, just based on based on the groups, because um, he was with uh, Ricky and Morikawa. So um, thoughts on that? I think with a lot of these first-time guys, sure, that might be like it the first day, but I think they'll they'll switch it up a little bit. Burns will obviously be with Scotty. Yeah. Uh, 
Spieth, JT. Um, who's Cantley going to play with? It uh, looks like he's going to be with Shopley. Yeah, Xander. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I there, there are certain matchups that you just don't know about because there's a lot of rookies on each team. So it would be interesting to see who sits the most, and it'll be interesting to see who, who plays the most. Yeah. So I mean, and then on the European side, from these four, from these foursomes, the practice round: Fleetwood, Straka, Lowry, Rory. Um, were one group: Rom, Hovland, Hatton, Aberg, and then uh, Fitzy, Rose, Bob McIntyre, and then Hoygard uh, were the four. So, or the the last foursome. Um, got it. What Rory and Fleetwood? Maybe they they seem like they're the same player. No, Rory and Lowry. I think. Rory yeah, that's Lowry. what I would think. Yeah, I love the Ludwig Hatton match uh, pairing. Ludwig is like the quietest person, and Hatton's just a goddamn crazy man with his mouth. So I mean, boastful bloke. That'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I want to say that Sam Burns, man. I, I just, I think he's going to be the hero for for the U.S. or Sorry, the only undefeated player, I should say, for the U.S. I think, yeah, I think, let me explain. I think just his putting, he won the match play. You know, he's been very antsy to get out there and play the Ryder Cup. Um, I know that he set that as a goal of his for the last few seasons. And, I mean, look, he, he dominates on these and on any put, in putting in general. I mean, like, his strokes gained putting the last few seasons has been inside the top 15 in all three seasons. So, I mean, he's great. He's just a solid putter. I mean, and that's what you need to win matches. Um, I mean, so that's who I'm going with for U.S. in terms of, you know, being their top guy. If I, if I had to go through this whole list, I'd agree with you. That I think Sam Burns is going to play great. Cantley worries me. Wyndham Clark worries me just because he's a rookie. And let's be honest, he's a great player, but he won the U.S. Open, and that's what got him into this. Ricky worries me in the sense that, I don't know. It could go either way with the putter. Brian Harmon, I think, is going to do great in his first appearance. I just love his mentality and everything about him. He doesn't miss fairways. He's a great putter. I think Max Homa, I'm going to lean towards him playing well. It could go either way. Brooks, as I said, is just a stone-cold killer. I see him going undefeated. Colin Morikawa, another guy who could kind of go either way for me. Xander, another guy who could go either way for me. Scotty, unfortunately, another guy who could go either way for me just because of the putting. Spieth, I think, is going to show up. And as I told you earlier, I think JT is going to show up too. So there are, there are a lot of question marks, but there are a lot of guys that I think are going to to stick and 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 be good for. I mean, yeah, it was, anything's possible, obviously. Um, I mean, in terms of JT, I think he's going to be around 500. I don't see him playing terribly. I don't see him playing amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's, you know, I think he's going to play well with Jordan. As they always do. Um, singles, I couldn't tell you. I mean, it's it's 50-50 what's going to come out. Is it going to yeah. be the J- the Ryder Cup? Yeah, you know, it's going to be the Ryder Cup JT everyone knows, or is it going to be what he's recently his recent performances have shown? So I, I don't know. It's also just so hard to predict, too, because it's match play, right? It's singles. We thought that Nelly Corda would win and beat Saganda, but it's it's like... Rose Zhang, it, too, yeah. Yeah, it's just about who's making putts and who's hot. I mean, it, it's tough to predict. It's like you want to have like a, a prediction show. I mean, it, it could go either way. It's mad. I mean, play. we thought you and I both thought Lexi was going to get demolished. 
Yeah, we did. And she <laughs> sucks. Credit to her. I mean, if she had to yeah. finish, you never know. She might have choked the match. But I mean, you never know. Going through the same thing with the looking at Team Europe, like I just did for Team USA, there's a lot more guys that I feel more comfortable with just because we experienced and just because of form. Ludwig, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it could go either way just because of his age and he's a rookie. Yep. Fitzpatrick yep. is a guy, a guy I trust. Fleet was a guy I trust. It's just a matter of him being able to close it out. Terrell Hatton's a guy I trust. Nikolai Hoygaard, I, I don't know. Could go either way. Avalanche, obviously trust. Lowry, yes, his form isn't great, but he's a guy I trust. Robert McIntyre, I, I don't know. Could go either way. Rory, obviously you trust him. John Rahm, you trust him. Justin Rose, based off of experience, you trust him. But it's the same situation as Lowry, just because of his form. And Seb Straka could go either way. So there are a couple of guys on each team that could go either way. Based off of form, you're leading towards Europe just because these guys have played better golf and because they've mm -hmm. played more lately. The U.S. is at a disadvantage in the sense that our season ended earlier and they had a lot of time off. Europe, these guys did the smart thing and they continued to play and they played at Wentworth. They all made the cut. They're all off of great form. I, I Again, it goes back to my point that I think it's ridiculous that Zach Johnson didn't send any of his players to get some experience playing. I mean, obviously they all have experience, but just to get used to the greens, to get used to the type of golf, I'm sure it's like any other thing when they go over and play the British open, when they play the British open, they play the week before most of them play the week before. So I'm, I'm just very surprised by that. And I think that will be a huge disadvantage to us. I think that Europe will be making more putts on the first day. I think we'll be adjust. I think we'll be down and we'll have to make a comeback come singles, but I think that is a huge disadvantage and I'm, disappointed in the sense that none of them went over there and played any golf yeah no i i think i i don't know why they did that. i mean it could be you never know it could be strategy they don't want to you know burn out before i don't i don't know it's a there's a question there's some question marks there i mean they, although they did play in napa a couple of them that homa and jt yeah, but um, that's a different kind of golf i know right. i know how, how close is that in resemblance to um to uh to an italian course like you know, you know, Matt, you know. Yeah. you know, Matt, you play in yeah. Florida. I play in Florida. I can make putts. As soon as you take me off of Bermuda and take me to Fairmount, I can't make shit. So it's, yeah. it's like that. It's a, these guys putting on California golf compared to, come on. It's, 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 yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. I don't know. I don't know what's, what's going on in Zach's mind. I will say, I mean, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are questioning Zach, but I, but Zach's a very intellectual guy. You know, I, I thought he would be a great guy for the job, and I'm sure he knows what he's doing behind closed doors. They've got a lot of stuff um, behind closed doors, and it's it's. I'm sure that you know, in the end, I, I'm sure it's going to be a close fight. I mean, I, I I can't like I if if anyone's going to blow out anyone, I would I would think Europe would blow out U.S., yeah. but I I I, th I think it's going to be a close one. I think also just with the level of play, it seems like everybody everybody on each team is relatively even there's nobody there's really no one who truly stands out with one fast of the game maybe Harmon with a putter or um or you know Rory with the Rory with the consistency of a uh, uh, ball striking but you have another guy on the US that's big, uh, that's exactly the same so um it, it seemed like from 21 from 21 uh, back <clears throat> back in Whistling Straits, there was just so much more firepower on the American team. Um, there wasn't really there really the European experience wasn't there, and I think the uh, and obviously the American fans showed out. I think there's going to be, I think it could be a quick reality check on the first day, as you said, Paul. 
um, on day one, but I don't see, I can't see Europe running away with this. The thing I see too, is we question the picks of Justin Rose and Shane Lowry when the first came out, right? But experience always prevails. It's what Europe has been doing to us for the past, whatever years that we've continued to lose until two years ago. The fact that, I mean, you're taking those two guys. Sure. You can question it and say, Hey, why didn't you take um, Adrian Moronk or something like that? But I mean, it it's just, I see, I personally see Shane Lowry, like, I see him playing well just because he always makes putts when he needs to. I don't know about yeah. Justin that could go either way, but mm-hmm. I like when I look at these two teams, like I just did and I compared them, there's a lot more question marks on team USA than there are question marks on team Europe. In my eyes. And I That's think the reason behind that is strictly putting dude. I really do. Yes, because, I agree. I mean, literally everyone we named on that European side for the most part, except you could say Rose, maybe, maybe Rory, but he's still Rory you know, is a great putter. Fitzpatrick, Hovland now. I mean, it, it literally, everyone, Sepp Straka. I mean, they're they're all just great putters, and and that's what you need in match play and to win Ryder Cups. I mean, you, you got to just it, – it, I mean, obviously ball striking, you have to put a premium on as well, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to can you get the ball in the hole. So, I mean, that's, that's going to be big question mark for Team USA. That's why I said Sam Burns, I think, is going to play very well. Yeah, because he has match play experience. I think the only guy that I'm comfortable with that is a first-timer on Team USA is Brian Hartman. I'm comfortable with him because he is a guy who never changes, never changes the way he acts. He, he's like Kuchar. He has one, one – I mean, he could be playing well. He's never showing emotion. You saw he was he was easily winning the British, and he didn't even show any emotion until he had a bunker on 18. I mean, he was Like just, DJ. Yeah, I'm comfortable with Brian Hartman, but I, I don't I don't know. I go back and forth. I'm not comfortable with Sepp Straka on Team Europe. I don't know how that's going to go. He's a guy with one emotion, but who knows? He's a rookie. Nikolai Hoygaard, I have no idea what the hell's going to happen. Wyndham Clark, I have no idea what the hell's going to happen. So that's why it leads me to believe that it's more, more even, but then we go back to the fact that they're in better form and they play more golf over there. They all played at Wentworth. So that leads me towards Europe. Why don't we do a... um. You know, we usually do our DFL top 10 and winner. Why don't we do like a disappointment? What we think, the player that we think on each team is going to be the biggest disappointment. Okay. Yeah. And we think the player on each team that's going to play the best. And then the player, a dark horse on each team that's going to play well. Like and it. obviously we can give our, we can give our final pick of the overall. Like thing. it. Like it. Um, I mean, Coop, or Drewby, whoever you want to start. I mean, I could start with my my Europe DFL, I guess. Why don't you, why don't you do them both? We'll just do them both at once. I don't know my USA one though. That's the that's the issue. I can give you. Oh. I can do. I can do mine. All right. I think Hoygaard is not going to play well for Team Europe just because he was okay. kind of the last. I I don't agree with the pick. I I didn't agree with the pick, and I think Wyndham Clark is not going to play well for Team USA. I just I I don't his I never seen him play good golf overseas. I've never seen him. I don't know what he finished at the British. I'm sure he made. I think he made the cut. Am I wrong in saying that he made the cut? But he does not play golf overseas. He's never playing on the DP World Tour. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Those are my those are my two guys. Um, I just want to say one thing about uh, the Hoygaard thing. I. I realized why Hoygaard was picked because even though he didn't win it this year, he did win here 2021. And then this year he finished in the top five. I think that played a major factor, but, but anyways, um, good picks. I like him. 
Uh, Coop, you ready? I'll, I'll hop go. in for. Uh, I'll hop in. I think for. I'll start on the European side. Uh, I, I just for some reason I don't think Matt Fitzpatrick's gonna really play well. Um, he's you know he's succumbed. He's done well with pressure. I mean that U.S. Open that U.S. Open, um, up up against the Boston crowd that, that was fantastic. But I haven't really seen him seen him much recently. I I don't know. I, yeah, he won. He won a couple tournaments early on in the year, but uh, really nothing much since. So uh, I'm gonna say he he's out, and then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick with the hot hand. Uh, I think Victor Hovland's gonna be a major, major dark horse, and I think he could be like one of the later later groups on singles that could help that could help uh, keep this keep this close to the eventual end. And Who's then your USA uh, dark uh, DFL. You're you're skipping on us. You're going yeah. all over the place. Using me, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, in the USA. Yeah, fuck. Um uh Scheffler, he can't make a putt. He's not gonna be able to make a putt. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. He went Fitzpatrick and Scheffler. That's crazy. Anyway, this podcast is all about hot takes. I love it. I love yeah. it. All right. I mean, that's those are some hot takes right there, Groovy. But uh Coop just uh Gave us the hottest takes of the year, probably. All right. I mean, I hate to be a copycat, Ruby, but I mean, yeah, I forgot about Wyndham Clark. So yeah, he's I mean, can I can I go with that as well? Oh, of course, of course. Go ahead. I mean, I I don't want it to you know what? I'll leave it for you. I'll I'll go with mine as Morikawa. I, I I that was that was the one I was looking at too. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think you know a lot of struggles early in the season, putting, I'm not totally sold on. You know, obviously, great ball striker, iron player is phenomenal, but the key thing, putting. So, you know, he's very cold. He can have the cold putter at times. So I'm going to go with him for the U.S. And for Europe, you guys are going to think I'm crazy. My brother's going to kick me in the nuts when he hears this. But Rory, I don't know, man. Making I, it all I, about live again. I just, yeah, I don't he know. He doesn't shut up about live. His mind is elsewhere. His putting is questionable. Yeah. I you mean, I, 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 people, you guys are going to like, you guys probably think I'm nuts, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't have, no, a I don't think you're crazy at all. I don't think you're crazy. I don't at think all. so either. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just, I mean, obviously he's played fantastically this summer, but, um, you know, I mean, he, under in the pressure situations, final round, he, I mean, he hasn't been able to get it done. I mean, that's a perfect, that's a perfect, that's a perfect comparison right there. In the final round, he he, he never gets it done. I mean, I I just I I'm obviously look. He's played well in Ryder Cups. He's got a great record, but I I don't know. I don't know. The putter just seems like it's just not getting resolved. I mean, you know, the chipping has gotten great, great bunker player, which is what you need out here, short game in general. But um, obviously, the driver is on a string. But again, with the putting, I don't know. It's hit or miss. So I'm gonna go him and what are we on now dark horse yeah I'll, I'll give you my dark horses all right team europe give me a guy i don't really know if we can call this a, a dark horse but i mean obviously the, the, the players are great on each team but terrell hatton is a guy i think it's going to perform really really well for for team europe that's just i don't know my take i feel like he's not going to drive it in the rough and he's going to make putts and he seems like a guy that will get pretty fired up um sleeper I'm, I'm leaning towards my dark horse that i usually do for regular tournaments except this time he's on a Ryder cup team brian harman brian <laughs> harman 
Uh, Brian Armand is going to do great. Brian, I picked the two shortest guys on each team in height. So those those are my guys. I like it. I like it. Um, wait, we're doing dark horse then winner, like best player on the team, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Coop, right. Coop, Coop already gave us one of his dark horses. Yeah, so all right. So yeah, Coop, you're up. You're up. Go. Who's your dark horse for the Americans? Yeah. I'm gonna pick a rookie. Actually, um, I he's just got he's just got this some fire to him. Um, and I I actually I think I'm gonna disagree with you guys on on this take. I think Wyndham Clark could come out and be could help out in like a. He could go shop or shot with somebody on Sunday. I, I just want to see. I just want to see an unlikely hero, and he it could be him. All right. I mean, yeah. I was I always said that I think he's going to be the one of the automatic qualifiers that's going to screw the U.S. But all right, we'll see. Um. All right, mine. So for Team USA, um, Dark Horse is going to be Ricky. Ricky, man. I mean. He's happy to be he may back. Go over. Huh? He may go over. I don't know, dude. I think he's playing great golf. I mean, he's, you know, he, he loves this. I mean, he plays decently well. He's got about a 500 record, but I could see him going off this year and playing some. I'm being so pessimistic. No, he's going, he's going four now. He's going for it. Oh, okay. We're going to win 19 to nine again. Talk All about right. a 180 here. All right. Chill out. Chill you, out guy, here. you know, a guy who we're totally forgetting about that I hope you don't pay for your dark horse is Robert McIntyre. Talk about a guy who's in the same situation no, as you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't let me get to your uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but um, I totally you know, disagree with. You. I totally disagree with you. I think no, he should have been. Right. I mean, I, I don't even know if you call this guy a dark horse, but I mean, you know what? I, I'm, I'm there not are gonna... no dark horses. We're talking about the rider guff. There are no yeah. dark. Um. All right, I'm gonna have to change it now. Well. It's gonna be. You could pick him. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Sep. I'm gonna go with Sep. Now mm-hmm. you know. Fuck it. I have to go. Bob McIntyre, man. I <laughs> I know he's gonna play well. I know it. I know it. He's had a great season. He, I I just I think he he lives for he lives for match play, man. I I like it. I he is a great dark horse pick. All right, my dominant player on each team is uh rom for europe i'm taking him over hovland just because i trust rom more i don't know why he's just been better for longer and um for the u.s it's brooks just because brooks is a stone cold killer and, and brooks is going undefeated who yeah I agree with you on brooks and uh this is going to be shocking for it's going to be another shocker i think sep straka is gonna be a killer i like it um, I want to see him versus Brooks in the final day, just going shot for shot, killing each other. I just want to, I just need to see them just screaming at each other on the 15th hole. So, I, I don't know, going back and forth. I'm so excited, boys. I'm so freaking pumped. All right. Well, mine. So, I'm going to start Europe. I've got Matty Fitz. I think he's going to have a great week, man. I mean, he, he lives for this stuff. Great putter um plays well out in italy so i'm going him for europe and then the u.s i already said it earlier in the episode sam burns i think he's going undefeated phenomenal putter won the match play this year he's he's going all in so uh yeah i mean i'm going with those guys but uh my winner 
for the whole Ryder Cup. Now, this probably won't come to a shock to you, but uh, Michael Gligan. <laughs> I mean, dude, I don't know if that guy is ever going to make a Ryder Cup team. I don't know. He's Canadian. He's Canadian, so I don't think he will. <laughs> yeah, or sorry, President's Cup team. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we we couldn't go a full episode without saying his name. So yeah, I know, but uh, yeah, yeah cool. it's gonna be. I hate to do it to you, Coop, but I'm going. Ready? Just just, just brace yourselves. Sixteen to twelve, Europe. Oh my God! I am so shocked that you picked Europe. I can't. <laughs> but uh, I think I, I, that's what I'm thinking. And for the last putt to secure the the cup, Luke Donald's actually going to come out and hit it. <laughs> he might. He might. You never know. But no, if last putt to secure. Oh no! I, I wasn't. I wasn't asking for that. I was just. I, I mean, I, I mean, I can. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Fitzpatrick. No, no, he's gonna go out early. I would think. Sorry, I'm going with. I'm going with McIntyre. I'm going with Bobby. Bobby Mac. I'm going with Bobby Mac. All right, who's next? All right, I'll go. Coop seems fired up, so we'll save him for last. Um, give me U.S. fifteen and a half to twelve and a half. Wow. Give me uh it'll be I mean that's kind of close. Give me uh yeah, give me 15 and a half to 12 and a half. Give me Brian Harmon making the putt to win the whole thing. Wow. Wow. All right. Cool. All right, so I'm going to pick a score that's uh very reminiscent of a truly truly historic and emotional Ryder Cup. I um, thought you were going to say 28 to nothing, so no, I'm realistic. I understand. It's going to be an incredible weekend. The fans are going to be insane. There's European hooligans just know how to know how to party on a golf course. It's going to be such a fun watch. Who whoever is a casual, make sure you watch this because it's just so different from all the major tournaments um throughout the year, and it's really a treat. And I and I hope it's going to be a treat. Um, so the score uh, score I'm thinking about was. One team got out to a very big lead, and the other team on the very final day soared back, and a man who is very polarizing made a big putt to win it all, and it was so sad, and it was known as the miracle at Medina when the European team won 14 and a half to 13 and a half, and I see a score like that. But it's going the other way, Paul, okay? It's going the other way. Yeah, Europe's going to jump out to the lead. Fine, cool, great. Guess what? We're Americans. We always win. We're going to beat the hell out of these guys. We're going to come back. We're going to win. Sam Burns going to make that last putt. It's going to be the miracle at Marco Simone, Mr. Poverino. All right. 14 and a half, 13 and a half. USA, baby. Boom. All right. I mean, very, very possible. I just, I, I mean, I just don't think they have that in the arsenal with the putter, but I mean, we'll see. You never know what you never know. I'm just hoping for an incredible turn uh, or incredible tournament or um, it's all, it brings out the, it brings out the best in these guys. And I know, and it's not, and 
and they're not playing for money. They're not playing for, you know, individual glory. It's truly for, it's truly for their country and truly for, you know, whatever the hell Europe plays for their union or whatever it's called. But we play for country. We play, we represent the best of the best in the whole damn world. And it's going to show, and it's going to show this, um, this weekend. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And I hope everybody that's listening to the hundreds, hopefully thousands that are listening, you should give it a watch. I like it. I like it. You heard it right there, everyone. We've got a couple of us wins and we've got one Euro. So it's going to be very fun to watch. We all can't wait. Hopefully we'll do a uh, little Saturday evening possible singles preview. Um, just throwing that out there. We, we'll see what the uh, the leaderboard looks like, but that's certainly in the cards. So if, but if not, we'll see you next week. And until then, enjoy the coverage.